tactical training, three actions you can do today to become a better decision maker, and how the Golden State Warriors won the 2015 NBA title. Talent Development Reports, teaching high-level performance in an easy-to-understand way. Talent Development Mission Brief. There are eight factors that we must prioritize and train to reach peak performance. The four factors of performance vitality, plus the four factors of sports performance. In this TDR, we look into how we can improve our tactical factor of sports performance. And we are going to start this with the definition of the word tactical. Relating to or constituting actions carefully planned to gain a specific military end. As a tactical officer in the field, he had no equal. Of bombing or weapons done for us in use in immediate support of our military or naval operations. Of a person of their actions showing great planning, aiming at an end beyond the instant action. In a tactical move, Kerr replaced Bogut with Iguadala. And I love that definition right there. Aiming at an end beyond the instant action. Long game, brother. Long game. Okay, so every action in most sports involves the four sports performance factors. A decision, which is a tactical dimension. An action or motor skill, which is a technical dimension. A particular movement, which is the physical aspect. And all of this is kind of led by our decision-making ability and emotional state, which is the psychological factor. And in this TDR, we're focused on the tactical factor, which is based on our ability to make the right decisions at the right time while competing. So it's not just about making the right move, it's knowing when to make the right move, if that makes sense. Quick question for you. What are three decisions you need to make consistently while playing your sport and or doing what you do? And we have room to answer that in the PDF. And on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your decision-making ability while competing? Decision-making ability. Shoot, that applies way beyond sports. If I want anything from my two boys, please, 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 be good decision-makers. And on that scale of 1 to 10, why did you give yourself that number? What is tactical periodization? Tactical periodization is a strategy where the tactical factor of the four sports performance factors is the factor that is prioritized when practicing and training. The other three factors of sports performance, the physical, technical, and psychological, are improved at the same time within every single tactical practice. Big time European soccer clubs have been applying this strategy for years with a ton of success. And tactical periodization allows us to train at the correct intensity each day of the week, making sure that we are consistently prepared tactically, mentally, and physically for competition. And by doing this form of training, we're gonna react quicker, we will be sharper, and we're gonna make better decisions during all competitive situations. What are the key features of tactical training? Well, I'm glad you asked, my friend. When it comes to team sports, the structure of the game revolves around four phases. Attacking, defending, the transition from defense to attack, and the transition from attack to defense. If applying this concept of tactical periodization 
then these four phases of the game want to be represented in every single practice. Doing this follows this idea of the principle of specificity. Holy moly, did I butcher that. The pr principle of specificity. Come on, Chasey, you're smarter than this. Principle of specifics. God dang it. You know what I'm talking about. The principle of specificity, specificity in sports performance training. Chase talk good. People like to hear. The principle of specificity states that sports training should be relevant and appropriate to the sport for which the individual is training to produce the desired effect. During tactical training, practice relates directly to what we will see in the game. Right? So this is kind of, we get rid of the monotonous drills where we start setting things up to give ourselves, if we are the athlete and if we are the coach, giving our players the freedom to make decisions, right? So they get experience in that. Everything in tactical periodization is based on what happens in the game. Then reverse engineer it from there. The game model and its principles guide the training process from the very beginning. This type of training is called tactical training because it trains the players in a way that represents the way we want to play. Tactical periodization had its origins in soccer with many of the world's best clubs over the years utilizing this training strategy. Since then, it has expanded to rugby and then Hubert, human performance expert Fergus Connolly, who's now here, back here in the Bay Area, shout out to Fergus, brought it into American football while, while working with Jim Harbaugh at Stanford University and the University of Michigan. It's not just about what you do in your sport, it's when you do it. A great player in team sports can choose the most appropriate action to respond to the different game scenarios. Okay, think LeBron James, who's one of the best ever in any sport in doing that. These situations and decisions are all done in a tactical context. I was just talking with my basketball coach about this topic yesterday. The context was how to handle on the ball screens as a defender. Do we want to go over them, under them, or do we want to switch? These are all split second decisions that determine the effectiveness of team defense. Yes, when we get down to it, most sports are simple, and most sports require a significant physical element. But our ability to make the right decision at the right time while playing our sport can be the difference between winning and losing. That's why we wrote a whole TDR on the tactical factor, son. Three ways to make the right decision at the right time while playing our sport. Number one. Concentration. You might think this is easy, but why don't you step outside and see how many people are lost in the sauce looking down at the latest whatever they're looking at. I do not want to know on their cell phones. Uh, concentration is a very valuable and very rare skill at this point. When practicing and training, we need to consistently concentrate. This is a super valuable life skill that goes beyond sports. Mihai Cheek sent Mihai is a positive psychologist who we frequently reference throughout these talent development reports. Man, I'd be referencing Cheek Sent Me High than I swear more than anybody. Where's my money, Cheek Sent Me High? Just kidding. He recognized the concept of flow and how flow can help us perform at a higher level. And in Cheek Sent Me High's four decades of research, he has concluded that our ability to put our attention where we want, when we want, determines the quality of our life. So the more we concentrate when we want to concentrate, the higher the quality of our life. And I learned this initially, I read it from Cheek Semihai about 
13 years ago. And for some reason, uh, it is something that has just super resonated with me. And I based a lot of my life decisions on this idea. And it's one of kind of my foundational principles as a parent, too, to be able to just simplify things and give KJ and Maceo the opportunity to learn how to direct their attention. Because, uh, as I said earlier in 2020, that's getting pretty rare. This is a really big deal. And I feel this idea from personal experience. On days where I just focus on two or three things in total, that's where I feel my absolute best. Side note for Chasey, do this more often. Don't do FOMO, son. Don't do FOMO. Number two, strategy you can take to improve your decision-making skills, be more prudent, is to practice and train all kinds of scenarios that you will possibly encounter when it is competition time. How do we get better at anything? Through practice. And the more we practice the different types of decisions we will see in competition, then the better the choice we will be able to make without thinking. And as I read that, I immediately think of the Osama bin Laden raid and the amount of training that the special ops squad did in preparation for that, including like countless reps. If a helicopter crashes, what do we do? And of course that actually happened and they had practiced it so many times it was just another, it was easy breezy, right? So practice different scenarios, very important. And third strategy to improve our decision-making skills, our tactical factor, is fewer decisions equals better decisions. Everything that we do throughout our day requires decisions on our part. What time am I going to wake up? What am I going to wear? How much training am I going to do today? Am I going to spend four hours on Instagram today? Or am I going to spend eight hours on Instagram today? These decisions require energy. There's an upper limit to the number of wise decisions we can make on any given day. Every decision we make is kind of like doing another rep at the gym. At some point, our decision-making muscles get tired and we start producing less choices. And I agree with that 100% from personal experience. The last couple hours that I am awake during the day, my brain is usually fried like an egg. So because of this, we want to minimize the number of decisions we make throughout our day. We want to put as much stuff on autopilot as possible. The part of our brain that makes things run on autopilot is called the basal ganglia. The croc brain, son. It's an old part of the brain. The crocodile part of the brain. The reptilian brain. It grooves specific patterns, so they just run themselves. And we want to make the croc brain running the show for all the basic stuff, so our prefrontal cortex, our PFC, our tactical decision maker, can be engaged for the crucial things. And this is hard. For a lot of young athletes, right? Because the prefrontal cortex does not get fully developed until 25. And again, personal experience. If you knew the amount of unwise decisions I made before the age of 25, I might be in the Guinness World Records. But we'll save that for another day. So a quick question for you, my friend. What is one thing you can do today to give your prefrontal cortex, your PFC, a break? And what decisions can you hand off to your basal ganglia, a.k.a. your croc brain? 
The less we need to think about throughout our day-to-day -day routine, the better decisions we will make when training and competing. Better choices made during training and competing equals a higher level of tactical performance. The better our tactical performance, the better our 4x4 talent spikes peak performance score. The better our 4x4 peak performance score, the better we will be. Hey, this puzzle does fit. Does this make sense? Let's do this. Case study and the tactical change that helped win an NBA championship. During the 2015 NBA Finals, the Cleveland Cavaliers led 2-1 after three games thanks to the superhuman play of one of the greatest tactical performers of all time, LeBron James. The Warriors were losing against the Cavs despite the Cavs not having access to their two best players, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love, because of injury. If the Warriors lost this series, then it would go down as one of the biggest upsets in finals history. Remember, this is the year that the Warriors had won. Was this year they won 72? Either way, if the Cavaliers didn't have Irving or Love, then, you know, they shouldn't even been, it shouldn't even been a contest. But they were in control of the series because tactically, they were dictating the tempo and they were dictating how things were run. Until Nick Uren, a 28-year-old special assistant to Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, came with an idea. Uren was not really an official coach or scout for the Warriors. He was more of a personal assistant to Kerr, helping him keep his shuttle, keeping the music right during Warriors practice, and in addition, doing some video work with the team. And like the rest of the Warriors players and staff, Uren was frustrated by how the Cavs were slowing the game down. Remember, in sports, and probably in life, unless we're talking about the 100 meters here, tempo is more important than speed. And the Cavs were doing a great job of shifting the tempo to their pace. Uren, to kind of solve this tactical dilemma, went back a year to find the basis for what turned out to be a tactical concept that completely flipped the championship series on its head. Uren researched how San Antonio Spurs replaced their big center Tiago Splitter in the starting lineup with Boris Diaw, who both defended LeBron and added more shooting and spacing on the offensive end. Uren suggested that the Warriors insert Andre Iguodala, their best perimeter defender and a reliable three-point shooter, into the starting lineup in place of center and rim protector Andrew Bogut to slow down LeBron and speed up the pace of the series. And that tactical decision changed everything. From that point on, the series was basically over. Golden State won game four, won game five by 13 points, and closed out the series in game six on the road to win the title. Iguodala, of course, ended up being finals MVP. And Golden State won the championship not because they worked harder in the weight room or did extra sprints after practice. It's because they prioritized the tactical factor during the series. Conclusion. The tactical factor plays a significant role in the development of peak performance, a.k.a. be wise, don't be an idiot. Competing in sports requires constant tactical thinking both in games and in training. When we practice and train while focusing on the tactical factor of sports performance, then we are more prepared to handle whatever decision comes our way during competition. Does that make sense? We improve our tactical factor by improving our decision-making ability while utilizing tactical periodization during training. And again, what's that? That's where all of practice is centered around game-like situations 
and then our physical factor and technical factor and psychological factor of sports performance are all improved by what we do within that tactical practice session. Oh, that makes complete sense. Let's do this. With love and respect, Chase. Talent development take-home training for you to try. If you're not interested in doing this, then absolutely no worries. Write out three actions you can take to simplify your life. And maybe it's your wardrobe. Perhaps it's your routine. Maybe it's your goals. Remember, the fewer decisions you make, the better decisions you make. You know, I spent 30 minutes at Walmart last night deciding what toothpaste to get. I'm wondering if that was wise use of my time. Hmm. Just kidding. Okay. And if you are a coach or athlete who wants to incorporate tactical periodization into your training and or practice, then email me, chase at talentspikes.com, and we can discuss further. And the reason I'm saying that is because I find this stuff super interesting, super valuable, and I have some ideas on how I could help. All right, some quotes for you, my champion friend, and then we will get you on your way here. From the tactical legend that is Pat Riley, Miami Heat Vice President. When you have left it to chance, then all of a sudden, you do not have any more luck. And here's a quote from Jose Mourinho, who is one of the kind of originators of tactical periodization across the pond with European football. When you just work tactically in pure football sessions, you can see the way they can think football. Oh, and here's a quote by Chase Jackson. I think it's the best quote out of all of these. I might be a little biased, but come on. You got a quote here by Csikszentmihalyi and Maureen Ho and Pat Riley. And I'm right in there, and I think my quote's the best. Are you ready? The fewer decisions you make, the better decisions you make. That's deep, son. Deep. All right, and a couple more quotes from my man Mihai Cheeks sent me high all right you ready for this super long one the optimal state of inner experience is one in which there is an order in consciousness this happens when psychic energy that's his word for our attention is invested in realistic goals and when skills match the opportunities for action the pursuit of a goal brings order and awareness because a person must concentrate attention on the task at hand and moment, momentarily forget everything else. These periods of struggling to overcome challenges are what people find to be the most enjoyable of their lives. I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought laying on your ass and watching TV and eating hot chips would be more enjoyable, but this guy's a little bit smarter than me. A person who has achieved control over psychic energy and has invested it consciously in unconsciously chosen goals cannot help but grow into a more complex being. By stretching skills, by reaching toward higher challenges, such a person becomes an increasingly extraordinary individual. And the reason I dropped this quote in here is because he's talking about kind of what it takes to get into flow, a flow state. And the science backs up that when we are in a flow state, we are usually making better decisions because uh, our subconscious and uh, is leading the way. And that's outside of my area of expertise, but that's a large part of our brain. Okay, and one more quote from Cheeksemihai. 
Health, money, and other material advantages may or not improve life unless a person has learned to control psychic energy. Chances are such advantages will be useless. And I don't know if I agree with that one either. You know, uh, I was dominating uh, my family in Monopoly last night. I don't know how much Monopoly money I had, but I had stacks and I was feeling high, like high on life. Okay, if you enjoyed this talent development report, then you're going to love these books and resources. Tactical Periodization by Juan Maranjo and Jose Villanueva. Flow by Mihai Chik Sent Mihai. Essentialism by Greg McCown. It's a great book on how to simplify and optimize on me, which is by one of my coaches, Brian Johnson. And I am going to get you on your way, and I want to learn how to say specificity. That still doesn't rhyme, right? Specificity, specificity. God dang it. All right, talk to you soon. You just listened to the Talent Development Report, Tactical Training, Three Actions You Can Do Today to Become a Better Decision Maker, and How the Golden State Warriors Won the 2015 NBA Title. If you at all found this TDR entertaining or enjoyable and or helpful, then go to talentspikes.com to learn more. Talk to you soon.